Greetings to all the listeners of the Aviators podcast. Today's uh, episode is a Women's Day special episode and we have in conversation with us uh, one of the most versatile and dynamic women in aviation. She's the president of Indian Women's Pilot uh, Association, chairperson of Aeronautical Society of India, CEO of HAVS, uh, which is a spiritual organization, executive director of uh, Air India and former CEO of Alliance Air. Welcome to the uh, podcast, uh, ma'am. Uh, her name is Harpreet A.D. Singh. Uh, it is a pleasure to have you here on this day. According And as according to me, you're the most uh, ideal person to talk about women empowerment in aviation. Uh, firstly, ma'am, I want you to give us a little brief introduction about yourself before we get into the podcast. So could you tell us a little about uh, your position currently? So my position current, currently uh, is... Professionally, I am like what you just mentioned. I'm the executive director in Air India and I was the earlier CEO of Alliance Air. But I'm into various social work activities and I believe in women empowerment. So I'm actively involved in that area. And that's how I'm the president of the Indian Women Pilots Association, which has now expanded to the international women professionals in aviation and aerospace. And uh, we are there to support the cause of women empowerment and we are there to rise and shine and make sure that women actually go to the top. Lovely, ma'am. Lovely. Uh, ma'am, uh, so before we get into the details of, you know, what this podcast is all about, can you tell us about your journey to the position that you hold? Where did it all start? Um, if you can remember the first moment that you were mesmerized by aircraft, because all of us aviators, we have that moment. Uh, because being a pilot and a mechanic personally, I know everyone who's also passionate about aviation uh, has that one moment. So do you remember that? Yeah, I remember when I was very young, uh, still in school, and my father was in the Indian Air Force. And when he used to talk about the aircraft and, you know, the fighters and the bombers, and it used to really excite me. And something very uh, away from the ordinary, you know, something which is challenging when you have to overcome the power of gravity and move into the sky, right. you're doing something very different. Right. And I was always from the very beginning, a very spiritual person. Uh, for me, I also felt going into the sky was as if like you're an angel, you know, <laughs> you're an angel in the sky. And I had all these little ideas. And so I was always wanting to do something very different and yet see the world from above. Like, you know, right. that was my joy a joyful moment that i used to think as a little girl right right um yeah that's that's and i know everyone who is passionate about aviation has that moment that's why i you know this was the first thing that i wanted to know from you so um let's go a little way back uh, in in the time that you started your career in aviation uh, now we uh, we know it's a known fact that uh, aviation in india is uh, mostly a male dominated industry uh, were, were there any prominent challenges that you had to face when you, and I'm sure when you got in the industry, this was back in the 90s, uh, 80s, 90s or early 2000s, where time was different back then as to how it is now. We are now pushing women empowerment uh, on a forefront, but back then the times were different. So if, is, is there any prominent challenge that you faced back then? So I think the challenge uh, in the 80s, because that's when I started my uh, flying career, was the fact that they were not used to having women there. You know, there were just one or two women who were professionally flying uh, and uh, we had really no numbers 
that we could seek advice and what to do to start flying. It was all a very unknown kind of an area and which actually made it more exciting in a different way, right? So the challenge was there, but the challenge led to excitement. But for me, I've always believed in your mind, if you think something is a challenge, only then it becomes a challenge. If you think you're just going to do it, you'll do it. So I never looked at challenges the way people do today. Like I looked at, uh, looked at it with excitement that there's something that I need to do. It's something out of the box and let me just get into it, you know? So I never perceived it as a challenge, but, but yes, in reality, we had practical problems. Like where I did my flying, there was no women toilet available and the flying clubs were so far away. I had to go on a moped all alone, 13, 14 kilometers through jungles. I, again, my spirituality and faith in God would help me. I would just chant on the way. And, you know, I stayed alone in a three bedroom flat. I used to keep a knife below my pillow for my own protection because I was all alone, but I still did it. And we are talking of more than 30 years ago. You know, that was the time when it was not really normal for women to have all these facilities. Today, the women have everything actually kind of now made available they don't run out of these kind of uh, resources you know which may seem small but if you don't have a ladies toilet i mean where do you go it's a it's a simple issue but at that time it was a big deal but we still found ways to overcome i joined the ncc which i really owe a lot to because i started my flying career actually as an ncc cadet Mm -hmm. so i was an army wing cadet and i was an air wing cadet and i was one of those persons who had the privilege of uh, wearing an army uniform and yet wearing my air wing because I got my first solo while I was flying in uh, Hyderabad in the Andhra Pradesh club. So these are some challenging experiences. Then later on, I went to Hisar for my private pilot. And then I graduated out of the Indira Gandhi Rashtriya Uran Academy. And I'm very proud to be an alumni of IGUA which is still going strong. Mm -hmm. And we were the initial batches who did a lot of hard work to get the academy to run in the first place. Mm -hmm. We were not only cadets, we were learning how to fly. We were learning everything. We were also managing the establishment, supporting the administration. We were uh, holding a fuel, uh, you know, cans on our own for the night flying. We used to fill the fuel, put it for the lights. Like we've done a lot of hard work to get where we are. But at that time, the facility was very little. We mm-hmm. have even functioned as ATC controller, like, mm-hmm. you know, in the academy, so that, right, right, right. Uh, the landing and everything goes smoothly. We had that unique opportunity of learning a lot because right. we were there from the top. Absolutely. You know, that's my initial part of my aviation life. I hope I answered your question. Thank you so much. No, it's completely, uh, you know, it was a very wholesome answer that you gave. And uh, I completely agree with you, right? Right now also, there are a lot of uh, challenges that women in aviation face, but uh, the resources are there, you know? Uh, yeah. There are, there are, there is an avail- availability for people to, like, people of all sorts, be it men, women, uh, you know, uh, any start of uh, financial position, there are, uh, you know, resources available for you uh, to, to avail. Uh, but yes, ma'am, that completely answers my question. Moving on, uh, I, I, you have spent a lo- lot of years, maybe three decades now, four decades almost uh, in aviation. Yeah. Um, so yes, much more than three decades for sure. Yeah, yes, ma'am. Uh, and I am a very, very young and enthusiastic uh, pilot myself and a mechanic myself. Um, so 
and you know uh, i'm pretty sure you have observed this that the younger lot that is coming in we get bored and we get tired very easily of the work that we are doing um do you have any mantra behind this never give up attitude that you have because i i i know one thing which because i'm also an instructor i also teach i keep telling this to my students that aviation is perseverance you just need to be at it throughout and not give up uh how did you manage to do that through all these years so i will add one sentence to the last sentence which you just said you said aviation is perseverance which is very true but if you treat everything as hard work you know hard yeah. itself makes you feel little depressed like yes, oh yes, i'll yes. have to do so much of work so for me it is like do it with joy with mm -hmm. passion right. it's fun right. enjoy what you when you enjoy what you're doing you will not feel that you need to really put in all this hard work it will come naturally absolutely and i always tell a lot of the pilots and uh, engineers who are taking up this career the younger uh, people when they come to me for advice i've always asked them a simple question are you here in this line to make a good salary or mm -hmm. are you there because you're passionate about it and you love to fly and you love to be a mechanic mm -hmm. and if the answer is that you really don't love it but you treat it as one of the options mm -hmm. because it gives you a good salary then this is not the right place for you right. because aviation is a very intense line and it has lot of uh, challenges is not probably the right word but you know deviations from every day to every day there's new things that keep happening you have to keep yourself right. updated you have to know what's going on you have to stay current hmm. you have to be studying almost all your life so if you are not passionate that's when you will get tired like to answer your earlier question when would you get exhausted in any other job you would feel okay now i finished my degree course now i have to only work but this is one career you're giving your exams till the time you retire yeah, right. and even if you're in an airline a director of operation or a director of engineering if you're doing the actual maintenance work or if you're actually going to fly that aircraft you have tests and tests and tests right. medical tests theoretical tests practical skill tests so if you are not loving what you do mm -hmm. you will get tired, tired. so right. ask that question why are you here in this line in the first place absolutely not. my own two children my husband is a pilot but my own two children are not in aviation mm -hmm. because when i asked them this question they put it as a number two option and i said yeah. go for your love Yeah. you must enjoy what you're doing so yeah. you need not come to aviation just because it pays you well mm -hmm. you know so you have to be very clear what you want in life finally quality of life is what makes you happy happy absolutely not ma'am uh, i yeah. just add on to what you just said now uh, because i interact with maybe 10 15 people who come in aspiring to be pilots or engineers every day this is the exact same question i ask them when we even start before we even start um i i asked them why do you want to be a pilot or why do you want to be an engineer right and if the answer to that is because it pays you well or because it, you know you can travel the world and that's a, the first differentiation that i can make you know are you going to survive it or are you not going to make it till the end so uh, it's absolutely correct absolutely. yeah man um so uh, when we talk about uh, this you know uh, perseverance and you know spending a lot many 
I, you, you said we talked about deviations from your actual job that you have. Um, how, we let's just let's uh, dwell upon mental health. Now we are in a day and age where mental health is as important as uh, physical health. And uh, uh, if I have to, if I put it correctly, uh, men, for a pilot especially or for an engineer, which is such a critical job, or in fact any job in aviation, you can't go wrong. The margins that we have are minimal, or in fact in most cases none. Um, how how have you managed to uh, you know, uh, keep a stable mind through your through your career of work, and how have you managed to? Uh, what is your mantra for a healthy mind? So I think it's a very important need of the hour, mm -hmm. and more so in aviation, which can be pretty stressful at times because of the odd timings and the kind of flight operations and the and the accountability and responsibility that the pilots have when they have a 300 lives on board or mm -hmm. the engineer when he certifies that aircraft because the pilot trusts that one signature. Mm -hmm. So sometimes it has its latent pressures which you may not even realize at that point of time. So it's very important to focus on how to be free from stress, how to make sure you're happy from within, how to make sure that your mind is joyful and peaceful. Mm -hmm. And for that, I highly recommend, which I've done for myself. So I'm just quoting my own life, how I've used these techniques of meditation and how I've used my own spiritual context. When I look at myself, I say, who am I? I'm nothing but a pure soul. Mm -hmm. And when I look at the person next to me, who is he? Who is she? It's just a garment that he's wearing. Like how you change clothes every day. Mm -hmm. People change the bodies from lifetimes to lifetimes. But what remains is the pure soul. So what I've always believed is when you relate to people like that, firstly, you break that disharmonious atmosphere between you, your family, your friends, your colleagues. You learn how to deal with day-to-day -day life situations. That is number one. Mm -hmm. Second is when you meditate and you focus with full faith in the almighty and you empower yourself. It's like a powerhouse of charge that you get. When people tell me, how come at late night, nine o'clock, 10 o'clock, you're still working and it doesn't even look like you're tired. Mm -hmm. I know it's not me, it's God's energy because mm -hmm. I connect to that powerhouse every day and continuously whenever I feel there's a break, you mm -hmm. know, in whatever I'm doing. So what happens is you need to learn these techniques. We, especially being from India, we have all this knowledge. We just need to harness it. You know, we have so much of uh, uh, capability today around the world. And now the Western world is also following us in this direction. Mm -hmm. If you just see the COVID happen, everybody was so scared and they were actually attracting COVID to themselves with the fear, fear mm -hmm. psychosis, pain, grief. And I understand some loved ones have been lost. Some people have fallen sick. But how do you come out of this kind of a stress? That is why I started this organization called HARPS, Har Se Prem or Seva. Har also means God, 
her also means everyone. So right. love and service for all. And we started even in our office space, we started daily meditations from 4.30 to 5 in the morning and in the evening, just to motivate, to integrate. It's your inner voice, your inner strength, which helps you overcome these difficult times. And I still continue to do it. Now you won't believe it. So many people have joined this group because they found it healthy. They feel happy. They feel that they love to go to work or even if they're working from home, they enjoy what they're doing and they're stress-free. That's very important. So please include some such kind of activity. Today, there's a lot of focus on body consciousness. Like, yes, a lot of focus on I ran for three kilometers and I did bodybuilding and all, which is good for your physical health, but it doesn't cater to your mental health in the same way. So you need to do a little bit of physical also, of course, undoubtedly for your body, but you need to focus also on your mental health because finally, when we say Raj Yoga or such thing, it's the brain that controls everything. If your brain is not peaceful, if you are not calm, you will take even wrong decisions at work. You know, you can make a situation unsafe for a pilot. Like I happened to be the CRM facilitator group resource management for many years as a trainer. And we did a lot of work and study on this. And uh, sometimes even incidents happen mainly because people don't know how to deal with the normal routine situation of aggravation by some colleague or, you know, some uh, situation which they could not uh, deal with in the proper manner mm -hmm. and which resulted in something else going wrong. Right. So we need to be aware of all these things, and especially in aviation. Absolutely um, that's that's a very all-rounded uh, answer, I would say, because um, meditation is something that, you know, I feel the earlier you put it in your system, it's like, as you said, physical, uh, physical fitness, uh, if you put meditation early in your system, like in your early 20s, it just follows and it helps unknowingly. Uh, Ma'am, uh, also, we know that... Uh, India has the highest number of uh, female pilots, right? Now, That's I, true. I want it's a it's a it's something to be very proud of, and I'm also happy about it. Um, the the one thing which I wanted to know from your side, because now um, you also hold a very senior position in airline, you know, um, how do we boost equality uh, in other sectors of aviation, say maintenance or? legal sectors or uh, you know account sectors or there are a bunch of verticals that we have uh, in an airline right we normally just talk about pilots but that's not it that yes they are the driving force but there are a bunch of other driving forces too without which the industry won't work at all so how do we boost uh, that sector so let me just tell you a little background here firstly you should question how come in India we have the highest percentage of women pilots. Let's begin with the first question. Okay. Actually, here I give a lot of credit to IWPA, the Indian Women Pilots Association, which started in 1967 by certain ladies and I've carried it forward for last many, many years now. We have actually taken a conscious effort to encourage women, to mentor them, any doubts, to take care of them, to facilitate their journey as a pilot, et cetera, it has not just happened by accident. That's mm. number one. So mm. which shows that if there is a conscious effort in a certain direction, you will get more and more women in that area. 
and that is why in 2017, when we finished our 50 years uh, as IWPA, we decided that it is not just pilots, exactly what you said, there are uh, mechanics, there are air traffic controllers, there are other engineering cadre, there are safety specialists, quality specialists, there are so many other areas where women need to be encouraged and they're still very few. Mm -hmm. And that is where we expanded the circle to call it international women professionals in aviation and aerospace. So P for pilots, but P also for professionals. And we increased the area to include more women. And now steadily, we have made a conscious effort to start the engineering focus and the air traffic control and the other technical areas to get more and more women involved. And if you look from 2017 till the beginning now of 2022, we have already made a difference. Okay, mm. you can see that the is happening. We have given a lot of talks, a lot of promotional programs. We have actually tried to encourage from the student level the girls to come forward, we recognize them with awards, with, you know, even where they come fourth or fifth, but they were the highest in the women, we, we recognize them, we motivate more women to join the stream. So we are doing that at a social level. Right. Now coming to an airline, an airline, generally, I feel all airlines in India and more so Air India, we've always had equality. There's never been a differentiation for man or woman, which we are very proud of. Mm -hmm. And there's been equal opportunity given whether it is a male or a female. Mm -hmm. But if the male or the female, they're not coming to be ready to join an airline is where we realize is the gap. The right. gap is not in the airline. The gap is in the, in the people who are getting ready for the airline. Mm -hmm. And that's how we started talking to the flying schools and to the other student community, motivating mm -hmm. them as I speak today. There's a big uh, science exhibition happening with the government of India in Delhi. And again, IWPA and the Aeronautical Society of India jointly, we are promoting this with the students that mm -hmm. why don't you take the world of aeronautics seriously, become scientists, become engineers, becoming, become mechanics. The world is open. You can be in ISRO, you can be in DRDO, you could be in an airline as an aviation mechanic, right. but the world is both boys and girls. Right. So we realized that actually at that age, right. the gap is not in the organization because organizations in India are treating everyone equally. And we should be very proud about that. And the government has supported all these policies of equality and mm -hmm. you have no bad women joining all these uh, beautiful organizations. That's great to know, ma'am. Uh, and I think that's how it should be and that's how it should follow. I mean, a pilot is a pilot, an engineer is an engineer. It doesn't matter if it's a he or a she. You know, the job that Absolutely. we are doing uh, is the same, right? Um, I mean, moving on, uh, this is something, it's a generic, a generic thing to ask you for personally also, which I want to know. Now, as you, as you go higher up on the ranks in the industry, in the airline industry or aviation industry as such, you, you ha I'm sure you have experienced it. The authority that you start getting is a lot more. Every step that you, every big step that you take, the, the, yes, the pay scale and all of that, you know, the monetary benefits are there, but the authority benefits that you get are a lot more. Um, how, how do you keep yourself grounded as you go through these, you know? Uh... I love your question because it's very close to my heart. There's one thing that I remind myself every day. Yeah. Who am I? I'm going back 
to that basic question. I am only a pure soul. If you remind yourself of that, you will treat the peon who opens your door or the person who serves you tea mm -hmm. or the person who's your senior management person all equally. We are right. just playing different roles in this worldly drama. Right. We have to remind ourselves to stay grounded and nothing is permanent. One day we'll all retire and nobody will even look at you. Mm -hmm. And you should be thinking of that while you're still in the seat. Sweet, okay, yeah. you have to be more focused on the higher goals of keeping people happy and keeping the organizational goals in mind where we really want to give back to the society and improve the means of transportation and give them a better customer, you know, uh, feedback and better analysis of how we can make it better for our passengers, etc. Mm -hmm. rather than focusing on, I have the authority. Now, right. having said that, of course, in any organization, there is a hierarchy. So I will say true leadership, if it is leadership with purity and with divinity and keeping in mind that whatever you do is done with a pure intention, that is a true leader. Mm -hmm. And a leader also is a person who can make more leaders. Right. I've always believed the leader is not a person who's looking for followers. Many right. times people say, oh, itne followers hai. I keep saying, itne followers to hai. but how many people could he influence mm -hmm. to make them leaders? Right. That is the power of true leadership, leadership the purity. Yeah. That, because then you're not doing it for yourself. You're doing it genuinely to uplift others. Right. And that's very important. And therefore, along with intelligence quotient, which you, of course, require, in any profession and more so in aviation because it's highly technical, specialized. You need a good IQ, good knowledge, but you need a good EQ. You need a good emotional connect. You yeah. need empathy. You need passion. You need kindness. And right. above these two is what I call the PSQ, pure soul quotient. Right. If you don't have purity in your heart, if you actually are saying something but meaning something else, trying to pull others down, it's not going to help you in the long run. Right. And more so, you'll be happy. Right. You will realize what I'm saying. The moment you're happy, you will be able to do a lot of things. The moment you're unhappy, even the slightest of disturbances, people who do such kind of harm to others are not happy people. You ask them, their personal lives, their, their own lives are in general. They're not right. happy. That's the point. Right. I mean, let's do things in a nice way, which benefits everyone. So I think that's the important thing about being in that top position where you are an influencer of change. Right. You are the leader of that change management where you are an enabling force to make others leaders. Absolutely. That, would, that is my perspective on this whole subject of authority. I don't believe in authority. I believe in leadership. Absolutely, ma'am. Ma'am, because uh, uh, the reason why I asked you is because I personally wanted to know because a lot of, I have, I have come across a lot of, uh, you know, people in authority in from various fields and i have always wondered how how to keep yourself grounded at that you know position um and you know I, that's it uh, i'm only a trustee there that's the second thing yes, i'm sir. only a position that i'm holding and it is my duty and responsibility to do it well mm -hmm. and that's how power not corrupt you and power will not make you do wrong things you know absolutely no, absolutely uh, ma'am lastly uh, this is um, this this episode is mainly for uh, the female listeners in our country because it's a women's day special episode um, 
they are i'm sure most of them are uh, intending to make a career in aviation as aspiring pilots or uh, aspiring engineers or already are pilots engineers uh, atcs or any any field in aviation um, is there if there is something that you want to tell them tell the listeners um, as as a ending note from your side um, for this day uh, specifically uh, what would you want to tell all the listeners so very importantly follow your heart what is your true inner calling take up that profession which you really love doing number 1 and as a woman don't shy away from your natural attributes of having empathy kindness a lot of women i see the moment they become professional they think they have to copy being a very stern and you know like who has no feelings and yeah. why i mean you are a human being you don't have to or uh, have this kind of a you know change of personality be true to yourself right. you can do professional well and yet you can be a good mother a good daughter a good uh, wife a good daughter in law a good sister and i'm not saying that the stereotypes where you have to aim to do this or aim to do that it will come naturally mm-hmm. anything that you enjoy anything that connect to everybody with purity especially mm-hmm. the woman who's naturally blessed with mm-hmm. the strong and who is the enabling force to guide their children their colleagues in so many ways use that powerful energy god has already given you that energy right. it's you who's not to use it actually that's where's the problem they think the moment you working woman all that has to go sorry all that you can use it to your advantage and you can actually do a good job of it the other one small point i would like to add is never give up because women at times they give up very quickly you know they will, they've got a good career they're moving up the ladder and somewhere in middle management they stagnate because mm-hmm. they've just they've just reconciled that this is where i am i'm, I'm happy with this mm-hmm. so why go any further you remember the game of snakes and ladders one right. day you climb up come down right. treat it like life laugh it off one day you'll be pushed down so what that's mm-hmm. god's challenge what's test to you you come up again but right. if you don't even have to go up i find a lot of women they are happy with middle management they themselves are to blame why they are not rising up right because they've just satisfied with that salary and with the position and the whatever else they feel is comfortable and they have just tied with that fact they need to make the change the women in leadership positions are waiting for them to come up i know myself i've been encouraging women why don't you apply for this why don't you try they will say i will not move to another city i will not do this i will not do that i mean if you want to rise in your career you mm-hmm. have to take certains which will enable you to do well in your job as well as at home and i'm sure the family will support you when because you have a lot of eq skills you're blessed with you know mm-hmm. use those powerful energy around you in your family as well they'll support you 100% have belief in that then they then it'll happen absolutely ma'am um ma'am i would like to um, you know uh, close it at this because uh, this was a very uh, you know th- this was a nice closure for the podcast uh, everything you just said and i would uh, like to thank you for giving you uh, giving me your time and uh, i hope this episode even if we are able to make one female uh, pilot out of this uh, you know a, a, a whoever sitting wherever 
listens to this and they say hey you know let me find a way to be a pilot or an engineer or something in aviation you know and they they become the best version of themselves that they are because we know aviation teaches you a lot it's not just you know how to fly a plane or how to fix a plane or how to manage an airline it's it's basically art of living how to go through all these you know difficulties and still be grounded and still uh, you know keep a sane mind still we have a good mind and mindset and healthy body basically so even if we can make one out of uh, this episode that's a big win for me so i again at the end of it i would like to thank you for giving me your time if you want all of you are welcome to become iwpa members become hops volunteers join us anytime we are all there to support you and guide you thank yeah. you and have absolutely thank you so much happy landings to everyone and jai hind